Welcome to Sex Chat for Christian Wives. We're four marriage and sex bloggers. Discuss the naked truth. What does God really want for the sexual intimacy in our marriage? I'm Jay Parker of Hot, Holy, and Humorous. I'm Chris Taylor from The Forgiven Wife. I'm Gay Christmas of Calm, Healthy, Sexy. I'm Bonnie Burns of Oyster Bed 7. Welcome to our first episode of the new year. Today we're talking about something that most women are thinking about at this time of year, taking better care of their health. And if you're one of those women, your reasons are probably pretty straightforward. You want to look better, you want to feel better, you want to have more energy, and you just want to avoid getting sick. But there's a bonus reason for taking care of your health that you may not know about, improving your sex life. So let's talk about some of the ways that good health can lead to better sex and intimacy in your marriage. So ladies, what are some of the aspects of a woman's health that can affect her sex life, both positively and negatively? I think how you feel physically plays a lot into how you feel about your body and your self-confidence in the bedroom. I know when I have just felt healthier, and, and I know some people will think that's just size, but that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about I think we've, we've said before something about body awareness and just feeling good. Mm-hmm. And just when I feel better about myself overall, my health, then I, I feel like I'm just more confident generally and I feel better about my body and, and sharing it in the bedroom. My husband and I are both very overweight and are trying to figure out the best way to approach that. And and I've written a couple posts about this um, that when you're oversized, that affects certain positions and what works and what doesn't. Um, I also have arthritis, and that affects positions that are involving me being putting a lot of weight on my knees. So, you know, health really does affect what you're physically capable of doing without causing pain. Um, and if you're busy trying to deal with, you know, pain issues during sex, then you're not really enjoying intimacy as much as you could be. Yeah, you're focused on other things. I'm the same with Jay. Um, when I'm when I'm exercising a lot, when I am eating better and I feel better about myself, I think I just have better, better mental clarity, too. I have self-confidence, but I think my brain is just functioning better and I can think through things better. Maybe I want to bond more, too. You, you have more energy, Right. Mm-hmm. And, oh, definitely. You know, I even think like when I eat, when I overeat just a single meal or eat a bunch of heavy stuff and then we get into bed, I don't feel like, hey, mm-hmm. let's get going. I feel like, oh, I'm you know, really full. Yeah. Don't touch me. <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't have fried that thing. Excuse me. <laughs> you feel, when you feel like a slug rather than a sex maven, it's you know, yeah. an issue. Yeah. yeah. I've really noticed that recently. Like I've had a couple of trips recently, some planned, some unplanned. And my schedule for about two weeks was sort of in an upheaval. And I got way off my healthy eating, kind of my normal diet. And I just started to feel terrible. Like I was always craving sugar and I never really felt satisfied. And I just felt like more jittery. So yeah, I I think we tend to underestimate how much things like what we eat, what we put into our bodies affects how we feel about ourselves and mm-hmm. about intimacy. I, I'll tell you one of the things I, I personally feel like I've overlooked in my life 
and that is um, hydrating. You know, I just realized that's, how much. That's so funny because I was just going to say the exact yes. same. We're great minds. You think like, yes. you, but you have less energy when you're not well hydrated, but also that can lead to muscle cramps. And like you could be, say, in the middle of something and get a muscle cramp because you're not well hydrated. I mean, it's definitely impacting it negatively. Yeah, and also hydration helps with moisturization too. So if you're getting to those years where things are drying out down there, being very hydrated helps. It's not going to cure it, but it helps. And, you know, some of the most common um, like ailments of our culture, like diabetes, which is, is rampant, high blood pressure, can really affect your vascular system, mm-hmm. which has everything to do with sex, both for men and women. It's maybe more obvious for men, but um, you know those kinds of things can sort of slowly over time damage your blood vessels, and then you have less blood flow and so preventing those things or turning them around when you have them uh, can really help your libido, your response, and those kinds of things. Right, because blood flow is so important to your um, erectile tissues. Women even have erectile tissues. We can't mm-hmm. see them like men can see their erectile, erectile tissue. Didn't, but didn't, didn't we talk about that in an episode where the clitoris is an did. iceberg? It, yes. That's yes. <laughs> this is catchphrase. Yes. The clitoral yes. iceberg. Yes. Yeah. So that's why we need the blood flow is to fill up those fabulous tissues so that we can reach the ultimate moment. I tell you the other thing that we are terrible about in America that is just a problem pretty much across the board is sleep. Yeah. We are so bad about sleep. I, I'm a real sleep person because I'm yeah, really one of those people that, by golly, I cannot exist on five hours of sleep a no. night. Um, and so I try really hard to get at least seven, eight is good. Nine is really awesome. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah. it is it is difficult. But we also have so many challenges because there's, I mean, when I was a kid, like life shut down by midnight for sure. There was nothing happening. You might as well go to bed. <laughs> right. But now you can stay up. You can be watching Netflix at 2 a.m. You can you can go to Walmart. <laughs> yeah, right. people are posting comments on my blog at 2 a.m., you know. So, yeah, yeah. you can do anything yeah. all night long. Yeah, and, you know, that I think that affects, of course, how you feel because lack of sleep makes you feel terrible. But also a lot of your hormones reset and are produced mm. while ah, you're sleeping. Good point. And so lack of sleep also contributes to like hormone imbalances. Well, one of the things just in terms of overall health is, you know, when you're healthy, you're better, your, your immune system works better. So for example, I have allergies and most of the time it's fine. But if my, if I have more stress, cause I'm not, not caring for my mental health, um, then a lot of times those allergies end up becoming a sinus infection. So then, you know, I can't breathe, which affects kissing and other things during sex. So that's a problem. And that affects my ability to sleep well because, you know, when you in the middle of the night, you kind of can't breathe very well. You have to wake up and deal with that. And so, you know, just not taking care of yourself generally creates this cascade of other small things that all add up to affect your sex life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, this is a total aside. We, I don't know if we want to include this at all. But I have also gotten questions from people talking about the taste of themselves down there. And I've done a bunch of research on that. And essentially what it comes down to is the real way to improve your taste down there is healthy living. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> avoiding too much alcohol. It is a not smoking. It is uh, exercising and eating healthy and, and drinking enough water. It really is. It's just healthy living. There's a bunch of little other tricks. Eat a lot of pineapple, but you would have to eat a lot of pineapple. I've heard drinking pineapple juice is really good for the guy to do. Yeah, but I understand it affects it a little bit, but it's not like going to be a real extreme shift. Really, it's about the healthy living for the most part. Anyway, I just thought that was really interesting. Wow. That it actually, <laughs> I never heard that. Fun fact. Facts. Yeah, I, fun facts. Makes sense. Makes yes. sense. I did my research. Yeah. <laughs> so forget Summer's Eve. Just drink a lot of water. Just yeah. Yeah, but just going back to the whole, like I had written a note but it's already come up like the self-care kinds of health things. I just think women are not good at, you know, the sleep, the diet, the exercise, the stress management, the, you know, taking time, some time out from your schedule. I think we, we tend to be bad at those things and it really puts a burden on our bodies and our minds that is not good for sex. I have to say, I've always been impressed by seeing some woman like jogging behind her stroller. Thinking, yeah. Wow, that like a Wonder I mean, Woman. I never. As I'm that. driving by in my car <laughs> and honking, <laughs> like, hey, oh, right? <laughs> yeah. But there are creative ways you can do this stuff. You think it's really that hard? I mean, I could have at least gotten out and walked, and I did do that more when I, when the kids were younger, but. There are things you can do, even no matter how crazy your life seems. Well, you just park farther away from the door to the grocery mm-hmm. store, so you have to walk farther. Um, yeah, and you take the stairs and not the elevator. You know, it's just little things you have to think creatively and think right. less ease. Don't do the easy way. Do the hard way. But for me, um, you're talking about the self-care, and that mental health is something that I struggle with stress and over scheduling myself and wanting to be involved in lots of different things. And I don't have that much time. So I think part of my being healthy is learning how to say no. And that way I can focus on other things. Women, we so often put ourselves last and it's not that we're more important than everybody else in our lives, but if we don't take care of ourselves, no one else will. And it does affect our outlook on everything. It affects our children. It affects our husbands. It affects our marriages. It's worth, you know, sort of putting the oxygen mask on yourself mm-hmm. before you, you you need to take care of yourself so that you can be better in all the roles. And if I'm not taking care of myself, then I, I have no energy to do the other stuff. I have no energy to cook right. I have no energy to go to the, you know, to work out and it's a snowball effect for sure. So we've touched on this somewhat, but what are some ways that your health has affected your sex life or what are some changes that you've made either good or bad that have affected it? So I'll, I'll start with one that goes back to the whole body image thing. You know, I have to really kind of manage my weight in order 
to feel good about my body and feel good about sex. So when my weight goes up, I feel bad. And, you know, you probably shouldn't be. I mean, there probably is a whole nother discussion about that. But I just have to work with what's happening in the moment. And so I just have to be really intentional about keeping my weight under control in order that I can feel, you know, confident and good about, feel good about my body in the bedroom. You know, for us, there's just, the weight is an ongoing issue. And recently I've been talking to my husband about it, not in terms of we have to lose weight or we need to do this or that, but what do we, you know, what what do we want our bodies to be like in order to have even more fun sex? And that perked his ears up. <laughs> yeah. go, go figure. Yeah. Even yeah. more fun? How can yeah. that be? Yeah. I know. Okay, so, am, am I the only one who thought his ears weren't the only things that perked up? Oh. Uh, <laughs> no. I wasn't thinking that. I, I should have been. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's even that's even better than saying, like, let's take care of our, of our health so we'll be in good shape when we're older. But if say, so we can have better sex. Oh, great. That's an immediate reward. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's, remember this one time we were doing this thing, and wouldn't it be nice if we could do that position again? Well, yeah, that was hot. <laughs> Yeah. Let's get hot and sweaty so that we can get hot and sweaty. Well, you know, <laughs> you burn you burn about 360 calories an hour while you make love. So that could be part mm-hmm. of your exercise. Hour. So you just need a, every month you For need a whole, whole weekend hour? marathon. <laughs> an hour? I what don't do you know do, if what it's do you an do hour or if it's just a love-making <laughs> session. I read it today. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I read. <laughs> How much does a quickie get, <laughs> get rid quickie? of? I don't know. Standing up, laying down. Does a, does a cookie take care of the French fry that I ate? Is that, is that about it? Um, no, it does. It does burn some calories. Uh, but I, th- I think the other kind of we're talking about here is I love how you're talking about it with your husband because I also think that when you're pursuing health together, when you're on the same page about it, it's kind of easier for you both to do it. It's like a built-in accountability system, but it's also a companionship thing. And then you're both, you know, in that in that energy high together. And doing something together is good for your relationship because you're doing it together. And that's part of, you know, those all those small moments are part of what make intimacy. And, yeah, so that's the approach I'm taking mm-hmm. for 2018. Um, my our sex life was particularly good when we were a little more active a few years back, um, but it's been fine. I mean, obviously, obviously it's been fine. But I feel like our better health would actually help us. And so we've actually been talking about a couple of things. One is we very recently bought kayaks. Fun. They, we have kayaks. Yeah, they, yeah. they put Fun. they put in a um, there's a kind of a little lake. It's a small lake in my uh, city and they put in a, a, a kayak launch. Fun. And so we found some kayaks that were 50% off and we bought, we were going to buy, buy a tandem one, but then we decided we, we bought two. You'd have a marriage but, argument over that. <laughs> so we bought, we bought two and we had paddled around the lake, but then every now and then we'll actually kind of come up beside each other and grab the hold of each other's canoes and just talk for a little bit. And then we'll go off and then paddle some more. That's and then, such a great idea. Yeah, yeah it's really mm-hmm. fun. And the other thing is uh, for Christmas, I've actually asked for 
something that I've wanted to do for a really long time. So we'll see if, if he gets it. Um, and that is, okay, no one laugh. <laughs> um, tap dance lessons. Yeah, I used to take tap as an adult. It's super fun, but make sure you, you really, fun. really take care of your knees. Yeah, you so I'm really thinking that that will kind of help me because I've really been looking for, I need to do something active that I enjoy. And I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm turning 50. And, uh, you know, if I'm going to learn to tap dance, let's do it. And it. So, You're going to have so much fun. It is a blast. It, it is looks a blast. like an amazing workout, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, fun. So I can send you my tap shoes. I don't use them anymore. <laughs> are you a size eight and a half? I need eight and a half. Uh, yeah, these are probably fit you. And they're really cute black and white ones. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Dance, and then you can think... install a little dance floor in your bedroom, Jay. And a pole. Yeah. And, tap, and, and, and tap, <laughs> tap your way to a better sex life. Well, makes you think I don't already have a pole. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was at your house. <laughs> One thing that I've been dealing with, struggling with, and it's not so much that I've I've changed anything in my routine. I'm still jazzercising and I'm still really trying to wa- drink water. But because of the season of life, I've had a lot of dryness. So when I was talking before about dryness, it's because I have lots of personal experience right now. So I've been just trying to manage that with some um, – with some supplements and it's working, but also olive oil works. So I know this is kind of an aside, but olive oil has been helping a little more than the coconut oil. So yeah, I smell like French fry. (laughs) Wait, olive oil as the lubricant? Uh, Actually, I've been using olive oil daily, not just for intimacy, but I apply daily exterior and it's been helping. It's kind of, it's absorbed and... So let's I heard talk it. logistics. Like, do logistics. you smell like salad dressing? <laughs> no. Well, you can get some that has <laughs> infusions of does it, does, it bals- does it bring balsamic into the bedroom sometimes <laughs> <laughs> for a little extra flavor? When during the day do you do this? And you, do you put underwear on or do you have to lie down all spread eagle and let yourself air out? I mean, <laughs> how does that work? Does it get it's on just- your undies? No, no, not really. It's just kind of, I put it between it the, absorbs. it absorbs and I put it between, I, okay, I heard this on Dr. Oz, but I put it between the, on the taint area, which is between your anus and your vagina, that back part. So it absorbs and no, it does not. It's not, I mean, you know, it's just a quarter teaspoon on my finger and it's not like i'm so and it increases lubrication yeah is that what it does it helps yes so it absorbs into the skin and then just because it's in your system it helps the whole moisture issue and does it also plump up other tissue i don't know about that get Uh, a mirror and report back (laughs) (laughs) okay we're getting back on track now okay back on track okay okay yeah yeah, so I love, really love that idea of exercising with your husband. I just think that's great because I know we've talked about exercise before, but it's like basically the best thing you can do for your body. And so doing something fun together with your husband is just such a great idea. So let me ask you this. What is your best recommendation for a woman who's listening, who wants to do some things for herself, 
for her health this year and would like to make some improvements in her sex life. What's your best recommendation for her? Well, mine is exercise. I know when I do not exercise consistently, which I the past year while we were moving, I know I've mentioned this before. We, we I talked about this on our exercise um, episode, but I'm truly, it makes such a huge difference. Um, when I wasn't exercising, I felt gross. Um, then there was no muscle tone too. I couldn't sustain positions because I was tired or it hurt. But with exercise, I'm stronger and the aches and pains just aren't there as much. So I just highly, if you can find something you can stick with just a couple times a week, it'll, it'll be a great improvement. Well, what I'm telling myself for this year is that even a small change can make a difference. And when I think about the enormity of trying to really lose weight and make a substantial difference, it just, it, it's too much. So when I try to think of doing one small thing every day, that's less overwhelming. And I'm focusing on, trying to focus on increased flexibility and energy and more fun with sex. And hopefully that will do it. We'll see. That's interesting because that was kind of pretty much in line with mine, which is to set very reasonable goals. I think too often we have some big set like, oh, man, I wanted to just lose 20 pounds. And um, or I'm going to suddenly, you know, go out and exercise and I'm going to start jogging five miles a day or I'm going to do this or whatever. And I remember one time I went and saw my doctor and she was talking to me about uh, not eating enough fruits and vegetables. (laughs) And uh, I was not uh, quite up to the amount that they wanted me to have was far away from it. And she said, just add one fruit or vegetable. She said, I know you're not going to get up to this thing. She said, look, just for now, just add one fruit or vegetable to your diet. That's your goal. And I was so relieved that a doctor basically wasn't saying, okay, you need to do this and do this. She set a reasonable goal for me and I could meet that. And then after you meet that and that becomes a habit, you could set a new goal if you need Mm -hmm. to. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that idea. I, th- I think that's really the best approach is one small step at a time. Mm-hmm. And as you as you see success and progress, then you can add one more thing. Um, yeah, the, just the whole idea of trying to change everything at once, I think, is too overwhelming given how busy most women are. So I would say my thing, actually mine would probably be the same as Bonnie's, would be exercise, but my second favorite one would be to simply begin to make changes to your diet. If you know, if you know your diet isn't healthy, um, because if you're, you know, eating a lot of sweets or a lot of processed foods or whatever it is, uh, I would say begin to change that because it really can make a difference in how you feel. It can make a difference in your weight, can make a difference in your hormones and how systems function in your body. So I would, I would go with that. Any other, any final thoughts? Just that I hope everybody out there ha- really set some great goals for 2018 and yeah, and happy new year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah happy new year. Hey, and yeah. if you want to give us another gift, <laughs> no, we already talked about that. You can cut that out. Yes. Yeah, so we'll have some resources on our website that um, will link you to some articles about making healthy changes in your life and links between health and your sex life. And we hope that you'll 
um, check those out and set some good health goals for yourself this year. Thanks so much for joining us today on Sex Chat for Christian Wives. We encourage you to check out our website at forchristianwives.com where you can find show notes and links to resources. That's forchristianwives.com. Also, if you enjoyed our podcast, please take just a few minutes to leave a review on iTunes so that others can find the show and tell a friend about us. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to reach out to new listeners. We appreciate you being with us today, and we pray that God blesses you this week as you pursue healthy and holy sexual intimacy in your marriage.